Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Todd Heitner. Thanks for being on the show, Todd. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm pleased to have Todd on the show. He had reached out to me recently, and we were able to get together, and I learned a little more about what he does, and I knew he would be a, a great guest, or he can provide lots of value to uh, the listeners. And but He builds websites, but he specifically builds them for real estate investors, and he's been doing this for almost 15 years. That his service is specifically for multifamily investors uh, called Apartment Investor Pro. And he's going to share with us the importance of having a professional website as an apartment syndicator and some of the elements of a good website design. We're going to go through you know, some things that makes a good website and why you need one. So Todd, you know, give the listeners a little more about your background and uh, you know, fill us in a little more about your business. All right. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. So on a personal level, uh, I've been married for about 17 years. My wife and I live in Salem, Virginia. Originally, I'm from Oklahoma. Something that probably most people wouldn't guess about me since I deal with the websites for a living is I actually grew up on a cattle ranch. <laughs> but I quickly realized that wasn't something I wanted to do with the rest of my life. So, And then my wife was not a big fan of Oklahoma, so uh, especially the rural area where I live. So when I asked her to marry me, she said, I'll say yes if you say yes to moving out of Oklahoma. So we printed out a map and she crossed off all the states where she didn't want to live. And I crossed off the ones where I didn't want to live. And we ended up in Virginia. So that's how we ended up here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and as for the business, uh, like you mentioned, I have a service where we offer websites for uh, multifamily investors. I started out offering it just for single family investors, which I started about 15 years ago. But then more recently, we've, we've shifted our focus to multifamily investor websites. And I can mention a little bit more about that later if anyone's interested yeah. in that. So. Yeah. No, I, I don't hear many people that go from a uh, cattle rancher to uh, building websites. Uh, yeah, anyway. exactly. <laughs> You know, most people don't know that I grew up riding horses and trained professionally for a good while. And uh, but anyway, you wow. know, uh, <laughs> but things change, right? And yeah, exactly. Uh, I hope to get back to riding horses. Do you hope to be a cattle rancher again? Not really, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so Todd, tell us a little bit about why do we need a website? You know, and I hear this often. You know, or it's a uh, some people have been in the industry a long time, and you know they've never had a website. Right. And, you know, I guess maybe some people say, oh, they're old school. They're not going to have a smartphone even, but somehow they have a successful real estate business. But this day and time with how websites are so popular, I mean, if you're anybody, you, you about should have one. Right. But why is that important and really what's needed, you know, to make a good website? Yeah. Good question. So people expect a business today to have a website. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a restaurant or a plumber. You know, if you don't have a website, people think, is this even a real business? Or if you have a really poorly designed website, people think, oh, is it a scam or what? But I think as an apartment investor, multifamily investor, it's even more important to have a really professional website because whether you're dealing with agents and brokers or investors, people that are business savvy, you need to be able to give them a reason to trust you, a reason for them to spend their time. They need to know that you're not going to waste their time. You're going to be able to close the deal. That can be especially hard though if you're just starting out and you don't have experience, you don't have a track record to rely on. So that's where a website can really come in handy because if it looks professional, it can really give you instant credibility because typically a person that maybe doesn't know what they're doing may not have a professional website. They don't have the budget for it or they won't have the expertise and resources to put one together. So if you have a great looking website with professionally written content, that can really send a powerful message to that you know what you're doing and that you do have the resources to close the deal. So 
there's just a few aspects of that too that is good to think about. First off, the first impression. Some people might see your website before they meet you in person or before they have any other contacts. So you know you don't want you want it to have a really good first impression for you. A website too can also build relationships for people because you know it can do a lot of the talking for you. People don't know anything about you. They come to your website when it's convenient for them and people can learn more about your business that way. You know, people find the podcast obviously that way, you know, we're going to the website or if I post a link to certain parts of the website online places, people can obviously find me that way, but then they learn more about me before they ever schedule a call. And so it's convenient because, you know, then when we get on the phone, you know, they've heard me talk on the podcast or obviously they've seen, but they found me on the website and they've read about my bio and things like that. And so we can kind of skip some of that through our phone conversation, but they already have this, like, I already have some credibility, like you said, you know, and it's obvious. Yeah, it's true. People kind of feel like they know you, even if you don't know them. So it's really nice that the website can do that for you. And even with somebody that maybe does, like you said, maybe they already have done some deals. This is part of your brand, you know, really your website can be part of your branding. So you know, that's kind of what people think of when they hear your business name. So it kind of helps people to have positive feelings about your business. So if you, you know, let's say you're just starting out, but your website has kind of a, you know, really professional corporate look that can help people to see you as a, an experienced leader that they want to do business with. We kind of touched on this a little bit, but it's also available 24 seven. So, you know, maybe somebody, you gave them a business card earlier that day, and now it's too late for them to call you, but they're curious and your website address is on it. They can look at it no matter what time of day it is. And that could be the first step toward a potential deal. And then as you do get some experience, you can list those deals you've done on your website too, which kind of showcases your experience. Yeah. I mean, it's important, you know, when you can put deals on there that you've done and or some details, some, some things, uh, as far as in the syndication business, obviously you can't put new deals on there depending on what type of offering it is. And we won't go into that in this show. But yeah, I mean, it's just really good that investors can go on there or potential investors, I'll say, you know, and they can see that you're active. They can see what type of properties you're looking for. And if it's the kind of properties that they're wanting to invest in as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Another thing to think of is that if you have something, let's say you're posting something regularly on your website, it could be blog posts. It could be like what you do with a podcast or it could be email emails that go out. You know, people sign up on your website and they get emails that helps people remember you. And so if they get something from you on a regular basis, then when they're ready to invest their money or they're ready to, you know, they have a property to sell, you're going to be the one they think of first because you've kept that relationship going. You're top of their mind, the first one that comes to mind. So that's another way that having a website can help with all of that. You know, the blog posts, email marketing, all of that. So I mean, collecting emails is so important, right? So we can market to those people, whether it's you have a book someday or whether it's you, you know, you have investment property and you're letting people know what you're doing, you help educate them while also obviously you're letting them know what you're doing. So, you know, hopefully they stay in touch and maybe want to invest with you someday, but it gives you a way to provide value to lots of people, but they sign up through the website. Yeah, exactly. And another one thing that kind of connects with that too is automating things in your business. I love to automate anything I can. So it makes sense from a couple of different perspectives. Like one reason is your time is valuable. And if there's something you could have a habit automatically instead of having to do it manually, then that's great. But also it's going to get done consistently every time. So whether that maybe you're putting people in a CRM, a customer relationship management system, or maybe it's an email marketing system so that every time, let's say it's a new investor signs up on your website, well, then they get a series of emails automatically. Well, not only does it save you the time having to send out those emails, manually, but it's getting done consistently every time everybody's going to get them. So it doesn't matter if you're on vacation or whatever, it's going to happen. So 
that's one of the great things is just that you can have that consistency. Things aren't slipping through the cracks, basically. Yeah, I know I get so many emails a day. It's frustrating sometimes. Like I can't get through them all some days. But for a long time, before I automated some of this, like you're talking about, you know, I would get emails saying, you know, this person signed up on the website. And so then I'm trying to like make sure they get this specific email, whatever, this attachment or, you know, and there's days that they might not get it till the next day or two days later, or maybe I forget altogether. I hope I haven't, but there's obviously that chance. And when you're in this business, your network is obviously so important. If you can automate it, it's amazing. Yeah, exactly. But as far as like, you know, if we have a website or maybe we already have one, you know, what are some things or tell us about like elements of a website or maybe getting us started setting one up, you know, if we don't have one. Sure. So some of the elements of a website, you know, one thing that we probably think of first is a domain name, like yourname.com. And that's basically what people are going to type in to get to your website. You know, and you usually can get a domain name for under $20 a year from sites like GoDaddy or Namecheap. I do recommend usually sticking with a name, you've, a company you've heard of, because sometimes you go with some a no-name company. Sometimes you don't have access to change settings that you need to and things like that. What about like customer service for somebody like GoDaddy? Is, you know, is that something we should be worried about with these types of domain companies? Yeah, it is a factor because you, know, you might need help sooner or later. So you do want to make sure you can get through to somebody. Some of the bigger ones do have pretty decent support, but with other sites you haven't heard of before, who knows, you know, how the support might be, you know, because sometimes you might get one a little bit cheaper somewhere, but then you're not going to be able to actually use it. You're going to have to transfer it somewhere else. And then just creates a lot of extra hassle. Should that domain name be exactly like my company name or should I have two or three different ones or, you know, what's your thoughts about that? Yeah. I mean, I definitely recommend having one that matches your business name because, if somebody else has your business name.com, then people might get confused and end up on somebody else's website and you could lose business that way. So I would say even before you get your heart set on a business name, see if the domain name is available first. And you could add, you know, let's say it's an LLC, you could add LLC to then, you know, whatever LLC.com. I've seen some people do that. But yeah, you do want it to match generally for that kind of business. What about something like Bitly? Is that something that you use often or is that something, you know, if my business name, obviously it's LifeBridge Capital, but let's say that was already taken, you know, then I use Bitly and create a different link or, you know, I have to use the name LBC.com, you know, or LifeBridge Capital LLC or whatever. But then maybe I use Bitly to create some links that I want to place places, say LifeBridge Capital. Is that a possibility or is Bitly or something like that something you recommend? I haven't worked a lot with Bitly directly. Is that, I don't know, I've seen it before, but that is kind of like shortens URLs, right? Is that kind of what that does? Like you can. That's really what it's for. So, yeah. you know, if I have a massive URL, I can put it in there and then I can actually, yeah, I can call it something else, you know, and it will do that for me. Yeah. You know, and there could be some cases where you could use that. I do think though, like for your, your business cards and other kind of marketing materials, it is best to have your domain name just because it's, it is kind of your brand, you know, it's part of yeah. your, your branding kind of along with that, you know, sometimes people say, well, the .com's taken, so I'll get a .net or a .biz or .org, which is, I really don't recommend that because it doesn't look as professional either. You know, we're kind of programmed to .com being a website address. So even if you tell somebody it's your name .net, when they remember it later and type it in, they might type in .com and end up on a different website. So generally it's better to go with .com if you can uh, and have it match your business name. Another uh, important aspect of a website is web hosting. You know, every website has to be hosted somewhere for anyone that's not familiar. It's kind of like when you use cloud-based services like iCloud or Dropbox, your files are stored on a server somewhere. And then when you need them, you can access them through the internet. And web hosting basically does that for a website. You're just basically running space on a computer called a server that has a really high-speed connection to the internet. And these 
companies manage all these servers for you. And I find you usually get what you pay for with web hosting. Sometimes the low cost hosting companies, you might have issues with your website going down more often, or maybe it's really slow. Or you know, sooner or later, you're going to need some kind of help with your website. There's going to be some kind of technical problem. And can you contact somebody? Is there anybody available to, uh, for support? So find that some of the low price companies, they tend to keep their costs low by cramming too many websites on one machine and then having unskilled people handling support. And sometimes it's, it's better just to pay a little bit more and get a higher quality hosting uh, service and better support. So what about designing this website? I know like when I, I wish I had known about like your services when I, you know, was creating my website and all because it was kind of overwhelming. Like I, I know nothing about WordPress. I know nothing about how to build a website, you know, so, you know, it'd been great to have known somebody like you that kind of can help you have a template to, especially for my industry or my niche or for my business that's really specific. But anyway, tell us about like the design or, you know, it just seems overwhelming to try to develop it, not knowing how. Yeah, it is kind of tricky. And you know, traditionally, there's two main options. You can either hire a company to do all the design for you from scratch, or you can try to use like a build-it-yourself website builder service. When it comes to hiring somebody, again, that's kind of an area where you a lot of times get what you pay for because you could hire someone really cheap that maybe they're in a third world country, English is not their first language. They might be an okay designer or developer. You might have communication issues trying to tell them what you want and getting what you want. Or if you hire somebody that's, you know, somebody that speaks English fluently and all that, it can get pretty expensive. But, you know, you usually don't want to go as cheap as possible because you're trying to make a good impression. You're trying to build your brand. So you might find somebody that has good reviews, samples of work they've done. You know, you do have to be aware that it does take some time. So if you want to show somebody your website, it's not, you know, you haven't started it yet. Don't plan on having it done next week because, you know, sometimes take weeks, uh, sometimes the months, you know, to get all of the different pieces together when you're doing it from scratch like that. Because you might have to go back and forth several times before you're really happy with the, the results. And like you mentioned, WordPress, that's probably the platform most people are going to use, especially if they hire somebody to build the site for them. For anybody that's not familiar, WordPress is a content management system. Um, basically gives you a way to log in and create pages or blog posts without having to write code. And the nice thing is there's all these plugins you can buy that help your website to do whatever it is you want it to do. Like if you need a contact form, you can get a plugin that will let you do that without having to know any coding. But WordPress does have a learning curve. So I would say it's a good way to manage a website. But if you don't have a background in building websites, you probably don't want to maybe build it yourself from scratch using WordPress. Yeah, no, I was going to say just about like creating the content or getting the content on the website. And you know, obviously, that's something I, you know, I've had to deal with. But uh, I've hired people, you know, or I've had somebody that that's helping in different, I've had numerous virtual assistants that help me every day. And I try to make sure one of them has website skills, you know, because I do not. And I don't have time to learn it at the moment. There's some things I can do, but really, you know, creating new pages and making it look really well, it would just take me a lot of time. Yeah, it's really not a good use of your time. You've got to invest, you have more important things to be doing that somebody else can't do. So that's right. That's right. That's exactly right. So, what are some things about getting the content on there or just the regular maintenance that we should be thinking about? Yeah. So, like with the content, I think that sometimes people underestimate what is involved with creating the content, writing all the text and things because you know you might hire a developer or designer and they they do the look of the site but you still have to come up with the actual wording the content and i've seen a lot of people get stuck on that you know they get everything else is done on the website but they can't come up with the content you know and of course you don't have to get it perfect the first go around but you do want to put some thought into it because every word can have an impact people can be turned off by just one word you know and and think have a different impression of than what you were trying to go for so and even if you you know you can hire someone like you mentioned to, to do it for you 
that might be a good idea, especially if writing's not, you know, doesn't come naturally to you. But again, you still need to come up with a general idea of what you want to say, or maybe some examples of other websites that say something similar to what you want to say. So hiring a writer can be a, a good option for doing that. But it does, you know, that takes a little bit of time too. So you, if you're doing this all from scratch, you might want to kind of have these things going simultaneously to kind of speed up the process. I mean, I'd hired somebody to help me with the copywriting. Obviously, I didn't want to just copy somebody else's content, but there's so many websites that are about syndication or real estate. You know, it's hard not to be somewhat similar uh, to some extent. But, I, you know, I hired somebody like, I mean, obviously, we typed most of it out or majority of it, but then they went through and made it, you know, sound better and made sure the wording was the best that it could be, you know, to be found and all that stuff. So what about uh, just like regular maintenance? What should we be thinking about, you know, if we're fixing to build one? It's not really like one and done, right? I mean, it's like, you know, what is some maintenance that we should know about? Yeah. So, you know, that's something that can be overlooked too. But if you have WordPress, for example, a WordPress site, you need to keep WordPress up to date. You need to keep all the plugins updated, uh, the theme and other things like that. Because if you don't, you can actually open yourself up to hackers. There's these automated bots that are like programs basically that scan websites looking for some kind of security hole where they can put whatever they want on your website. It could be those fake websites that try to get people to give their credit card information. It could be a virus that it puts on people's computers or sending out spam emails. All that stuff can happen if you don't keep things up to date. So it is really important then to keep everything updated. WordPress is great because it's popular, which means there's lots of things available. But because it's so popular, it's also sometimes targeted with hackers and things like that. So it is really important to keep it up to date because a lot of those updates that come out are security updates. They found some kind of security hole and they've fixed it. So if you don't update it, you don't get the benefit of that. So and that's another thing to, to think about. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. And, you know, what about this, you know, I hear all the time, you know, call to action, you know, and why is that important? And how do we have a good call to action? What should that look like on our website? Where should it be? Give us some things about that we should be thinking about. Yeah. You know, you want it to be, you know, whatever your main goal is for your website, let's say it's to get investors, you know, capital investors to contact you, then you might want to have a button that's it's visible, you know, without having to scroll down or anything. It's just right there. Uh, it could be at the very top of your website. It could be right in the, the center. And generally, you know, it's good to make it a color that, that stands out. You don't want it to just blend in and get overlooked. So, so that can really help to have it where it's easy to see and uh, your eyes kind of drawn toward that. So anything else as far as like that could help, I don't know, just build credibility or help the call to action or, you know, I was thinking about like uh, customer reviews even or stuff like that. Anything else you can add to that? Yeah. I mean, you know, especially as you start developing some relationships, if you can get people to give you testimonials, some, some feedback and get their permission to put that on your website, that can really add a lot of credibility to see that, you know, they call it social proof. So people can see that you've successfully done business with these other people. They were happy with working with you. And that can really build the trust that people have. They can see you as a you know, trustworthy business that, that they want to do business with too. What would you say is like one of the biggest problems or mistakes people make when they're building their website for a real, a real estate business? I, mean, I do think one of the big things is people trying to do it all themselves because people often get overwhelmed by the process. So maybe they try to use like a do-it-yourself website builder and Problem is that sometimes it's more complicated than they realize to actually make it look good because it might look kind of generic by default or might just not look very good. It might look like a do-it-yourself website, which is going to hurt your credibility. And one thing to think about too is like if somebody's a little bit more tech savvy, they can actually look and see that you use one of those do-it-yourself website services and that could hurt your credibility too. So I think the biggest thing is just the time factor. People get trying to do it themselves. It's just not a good use of their time trying to design a website, trying to create content, trying to decide you know, all the, what pictures to use, all of these things It just, it really can eat up 
really months of time. And uh, I've seen people not ever get started because they got bogged down trying to get the website just right and uh, trying to take shortcuts, but then it ends up taking a lot longer in the, in the long run. So, What's a normal time frame? Like if I came to you, I don't have a website yet and said, Todd, I, you know, I really like what you're doing. I think you know, I want to hire you to do my website. What does that look like going forward? And just like, how long is it going to take? So you mean like a custom website, like built from scratch? Is that well, just like uh, for my apartment syndication business, you know what? Uh, and I come to you and say, you know, I know you build websites for syndicators. And what's that timeline going to look like? Well, I mean, with our website service that we've built, it actually is the same day you can get it up and running because I knew that those were the obstacles that people have to deal with. And so, trying to find a way, like, how can I get this overcome these obstacles? Like, how can I speed up this process for people? Because sometimes you are, you know, you want to have a website before you go to a meeting with somebody that's coming up and you don't have time to, I mean, cause if you do it all from scratch, I mean, you are looking at at the very least weeks, but more likely, you know, at least a month or two to build a website from scratch. So that's what I wanted to do is have the design already done, have the content already there. You know, yeah, people are probably going to want to tweak it a little bit, adjust it, customize it for their business, but try to make it where you don't really have to, if you, you need a website up and running uh, right now. I mean, it, I spent months designing it. So the design is going to look really, really good, in my opinion, anyway. <laughs> and I tried to make it look as professional as possible, make you know, have that kind of a corporate professional look so that people can be up and running quickly and not have to wait for all of this stuff. Yeah. And what does that communication look like? Is if I want to change something, you know, okay, you know, Todd, I really need one within a couple of days. I'm going to a conference. I'd really like to have a website, you know, put on these business cards, you know, right when I get them printed right before I go, you know. And so, okay, you know, so you can get that website up and running, you know, right away. And then, you know, maybe I send you some logos or whatever, you know, so it's branded for me. But then I want to make it better as we go along. I want to make it more just for my business, right? I may want to add some properties that we've bought or things like more educational content or podcast or blogs or so what does that look like? Is that something you continue to manage and I communicate with you somehow? Or is that something I do? You can actually do it yourself, which is actually the quickest, simplest way, you know, because you can do it whenever you feel like it. you can just log in and, or if you have a, you know, a virtual assistant, they can do it for you too. But we help, you know, we have simple changes. We'll a lot of times just do for people, but for the most part, you know, it's, we try to make it where it's pretty simple. It might be in some cases, just as quick to just put it on your website as it would be to try to send it to us. Like WordPress is pretty user-friendly for the most part. And we've tried to make it a little bit more user-friendly too, but we do use WordPress to build for the platform for the sites. And so but yeah, you can do it yourself or we can help you do it. So before we have to go, Todd, unfortunately, we're about out of time. But what is one thing that's contributed to your success just in your business? I guess trying to provide value, you know, trying to see what the people really need, not trying to just make a quick buck, but how can I solve a problem that somebody has, make their life better, make their life easier, and then try to find a solution for that, uh, which I think applies probably to most businesses, really, if you, you can really provide value, you know, the success will follow. Yeah. And how do you like to give back? I have done volunteer work. Actually, a lot of people that work for us do volunteer a lot too in their spare time. So I try to give back in those ways and just do whatever I can to you know, help out when we see a need. I guess my wife and I like to, she likes to help kids a lot. So we'll try to help kids and help them have a better life or teach them life skills that maybe they wouldn't have had otherwise. Awesome. So tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and learn more about the Apartment Investor Pro. Yeah, well, I've actually uh, set up a special discount for your listeners. So if they go to apartmentinvestorpro.com forward slash WS. So that's like Whitney Sewell, apartmentinvestorpro.com forward slash WS. And that page will show all the details of what our websites include. And that will have the special pricing uh, just for your listeners. 
Okay. Well, thank you so much, Todd. And is that the best way for them to reach you? Just go to that link and apartmentinvestorpro.com forward slash WS. And they're going to get a discount for listening to the show, right? Yeah, exactly. And if they have any questions, there's a contact link there too. So glad to help. Great. All right, Todd. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being on the show. Also, hope the listeners you know, will go to LifeBridge Capital and connect with me and you'll see my website, but also go to the Facebook group, The Real Estate Syndication Show and uh, connect with other syndicators and other people in this industry so we can all learn and grow our businesses together. We'll talk to each of you tomorrow. Thanks again, Todd. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.